we realized that you have to, uh, that when you're dealing with a, uh, a population of people who grew up in a period of time when stigma around cannabis and ignorance and the lies about cannabis were at their very height, uh, that we are going to have to send a trusted messenger in to deliver this message. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 41, November 13, 2016, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. What we're going to do, easy show today for Mid Toker. We're going to go right back into the, the delights of the round table, part two. But first, before we do that, let's get a good sense update. Today is Sunday, the 13th. Tomorrow, Monday, the 14th. Lights get turned on at GoodSense. First batch from GoodSense to be under lights. You heard it. We're about to get dankity dank. Dankity dankity dank. The devil went to Jamaica. He was looking to sell some weed. He was doing fine. They were standing in line. It was excellent weed indeed. When he came across the young man who was likewise peddling pot, and the devil slid down the beach to the kid and said, Boy, let me tell you what. Let's get back to, d- to the delights of the round table, part two, with Carl Addington, Karen Bloom, Marilyn Burton, and Midtoker. THC. Well, how did it work in the old days, though, when people were making brownies and just throwing in their lid, you know? I don't know. It wasn't working. Well, look at at the stuff that they were dealing with. I know. (laughs) I mean, we remember the days when, you know, you'd get a a lid and it was, you know, at least a quarter stems and seeds. Well, it was Mexican wheel well pot. Pretty much. (laughs) If you found a little bud in there, you were lucky. Back in the day. (laughs) Why is it called a lid? It meant an ounce. Um, I don't know what a lid was. A really? little matchbox, oh. and uh, you know the the kind that slide open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a lid. Oh. Back in the I didn't day. Know that. So that wouldn't fit an ounce. No, that no, no, no. I don't know. No, yeah. it, it was a, a lid. Originally started out as a little matchbox lid. Oh. And, I didn't uh, know that. I thought it, I heard someone explain it one time that it was this like an eighth. Like the size no, of a lid. I, I think well, some people yeah. would intersperse it. I'm going to go buy an ounce or I'm going to go buy a lid. Yeah, and you, it was it in turned, a baggie. It turned into a generic, yeah. I'm going to go buy some pot. Yeah. But it originally started out, at least from my neck of the woods, a lid came small. in a matchbox. Oh. I heard it from Cheech and Chong. And it was cheap. How much Quality did a lid person. cost in a bottle box? Oh, then how much? Five bucks. Oh yeah. See, a, like a lid that. in Alaska was always a fifteen or twenty. Yeah. You know, even back in the early fifteen state. or twenty dollars an ounce. Yeah. It was shit though. Still. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's more expensive here, isn't it? Yeah, the price has gone up, but also the when people started growing it in well, Alaska, the quality and, went up. You know, it was to me, it was so arcane back in the day, growing weed, that I didn't even think about growing it. I mean, it was couched in mystery and shrouded in in mystique and alchemy and how do they grow this stuff and where are you going to grow it anyway? It was only when the, when the stuff was legalized two years ago that it just hit me like a bolt of lightning one day. Hey, 
wait a minute, I can grow this stuff now legally. I can actually do this on my own, and I'm not going to go to jail for it. That's why I started doing it. <laughs> Eureka. It. it was. It was like... like, And you still found yourself going to the um, the commercial places and buying cannabis. Like, that's one of the big things people are fighting about. Well, the black market versus the legal market. People growing their own, and they say they can grow it themselves. And uh-huh. I can't. I do not have the skills Me to grow what, what some can do. Right. And, and uh, I cannot wait to enjoy that. Well, <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, I intend to uh, I intend to patronize the local shops as well, mm-hmm. especially when <coughs> more variety comes in, which it's going to. The quality is going mm-hmm. to improve, which is going to. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, I want to go in and say, "Give me something off your connoisseur shelf." Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like going into a liquor store or something yes. else. Yeah. Any, anything oh, yeah. to enjoy something that you like a lot. If it makes you feel good spiritually, physically, or emotionally, and it does no one else any harm, I say Godspeed. I guess you've kind of figured I'm a reefer head, of course. And after all this time, I guess that I'm a connoisseur of sorts. Now your stuff smells okay, but this could tranquilize a horse. I'll bet a million in cash against your stash because I think mine's better than yours. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and you ain't smoked nothing yet. One hit of this grass will kick your ass. You got yourself a bed. Johnny, roll a ball of hash and make sure it's the bomb because the devil's got the kind of stuff they smoked in Vietnam. One of the overriding um, sentiments that I heard at the opening of the two retail facilities in Fairbanks um, standing in line waiting, you know, they take mm-hmm. a few in at a time, was, we. I'm so glad that I can purchase this and not feel like a criminal. Right, right. That was the overriding right. sentiment of everyone in line. They were just happy. And, and in mm-hmm. the beginning, and of course this will sort of shake out eventually too, nobody really cared that there was a limited supply. It was the fact that it was the first time yeah, in town true. that people could show up, they could go buy, you know... They could go buy themselves some product it was, and take it home, and and they're not going to get arrested. It was an historic day. It really was. It was really, and I think that in itself is is so great for the industry and the state as a whole, but Fairbanks in particular, because it, it shows people want this. This yes. isn't just a handful of gondrepreneurs going, we're going to do this. This is this is a whole industry complete with consumers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just producers, yeah. but consumers too. A ready market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll just have to come out and vote then next year, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like know. they did before. Yeah, they'll have to come out. Speaking of voting, uh, there are a lot of, st- several states that are bringing up the legalization. Right. Eight, nine, maybe, is it? Yeah, yeah a bunch. Like uh, Five this... for adult use and nine for medical, medical. Mm-hmm. 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 it's going to be an interesting election I do believe personally so goes California so goes the rest of the country mm-hmm. you know yeah with many things hmm. It'll, it, I agree They're, they have a good system down there just with their medical pretty easy to get a card yeah. for things and I think so I don't, I don't think the medical industry just in anything wants to let go of it Tax structural change. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't need to have a card anymore. So yeah, that that's a big argument right now. Peace leaves. 
Yeah. And a, a slice of the medical argument um, that, because at first I was sort of just standing back looking at it going, what's the big deal? But then as I really started to focus on the medical piece of it, you know, a lot of patients, I think one of the primary things we can relate to are all those, the, the videos and the different articles and, and um, uh, features that are done on some of these kids who need Rick Simpson oil or that stops seizures and epilepsy <laughs> and Charlotte's Web and, and all of these these things. Well, those are really, really mega high doses of, of THC mm-hmm. and or CBD, CBN, CBG, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but they're mega doses. When you go into a adult use facility to purchase, um, there isn't necessarily a delineation there. So your everything has to be in a in a ten milligram serving mm-hmm. size right, or right, right. or a point five vape pen that can only have X amount of of active property in it. Mm-hmm. You know, there so so to go in and buy sixty ounces of concentrate for for a, a true medical patient is going to become difficult unless there is some sort of differentiation. You, you didn't mean ounces, did you? 60 ounces? Grams, that's what you said. Sorry. Grams, yes, okay. no, grams, grams, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but, but in concentrate, the, the severely ill that truly are medical patients take a large volume of product, and, and to purchase that separately, because there's limits on how much you can purchase. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody can do the math and go, well, I'll go to that store, and then I'll go to that store. You right, know, yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. can do that. It just creates a bit of a hassle for those those severely and chronically ill patients that take more than what maybe the rest of the true cannabis community consumes. So so that's kind of the, where the some of the medical advocates, at least in the state of California, that's sort of, that's part of their Makes sense. One of their issues. Another is that they feel that there will it'll push out the small grows. They, yeah. I just learned this the other day. Um, so in California, if they pass ballot measure sixty four, I think it is, mm-hmm. um, there will be nineteen separate types of licenses. Really, nineteen. Oh. Holy what a wow! Boondoggle, <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. So, so there, and I think part of that is to protect the small growers. The, the Emerald Triangle had a bit of a mm-hmm. hissy over certain things. Um, we'll just see how California plays out. But I'm I'm with you, Carl, in that kind of the way California leans will probably tip some scales. Yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting. I I really think that uh, I really think it's going to tip this time. The uh, last poll numbers I think were about sixty percent mm-hmm. pro in California. So. I, it's just going to be an interesting time yeah, for us. A couple this, of days. This next year. Alaska will be, be forgotten. From time.com. Here are the results of the marijuana ballot measures. Marijuana was on the ballot in nine states on Tuesday. Voters in four states, Florida, Montana, North Dakota, and Arkansas, were asked to cast their votes on medical marijuana initiatives, while voters in five others, California, Nevada, Arizona, Massachusetts, and Maine, were asked whether adults 21 and older should be allowed to consume cannabis recreational. The results are in, and it was a watershed year for weed. California, Massachusetts, Nevada, Maine have approved recreational marijuana, while Florida, North Dakota, Arkansas, and Montana have passed medical marijuana measures. Unfortunately for Arizona, they rejected an adult use measure. They have medical, though, still. Going into election night, 25 states had comprehensive medical cannabis laws. That total is now 28, 
Several other states allow for limited medicinal uses, and Montana had a program in place before the vote. Four states in D.C. had legalized adult use of pot. Colorado and Washington started the trend in 2012 and were followed by Oregon and Alaska two years later. After the election, nearly a quarter of the U.S. population lives in places where adult use is legal. Quarter of the U.S. population. Not quite tipping point, but it's getting close. I, I hope they leave us alone for a while. Me too. <laughs> Say what? I hope that everybody leaves Alaska alone for a while. We've got some work to do. Yeah, let the dust settle. Um, that's that's kind of what that letter to High Times was all about when I wrote them because they had a travel agent. <laughs> it seemed like a travel agent writing this story about how Alaska was one of the big party spots and uh, uh, now that it was all legal and everything. And I wrote them back and I said, none of that's <laughs> happening here. They're just barely starting to, you know, issue right. licenses and all of that sort of thing. So I don't know. It, I've noticed that in high times, at least online, Alaska is getting a lot more press just in the last, well, since the cannabis store started. Oh, since the right? stores opened up? Yeah. Yeah. It's been getting a lot of it seems that a lot of people went to Colorado when it was first legalized. I, I know I, I went, but uh, you know, I might win. You know, I might as well go. I was there. But I wonder, yeah, you went too. <laughs> I wonder uh, how that Alaska will be affected like that. Will people come here just for tourism? Oh, yes. yeah. You think so? I, 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 I believe so. Good. You better. Oh, I do. Yeah. tourism. They're already coming to Alaska, mm-hmm. and it, it adds that extra bonus, especially oh, yeah. for the retired couple. That's traveling, doing their thing, finally coming to see Alaska, and now they and can now experience. Get, now we cannabis. can do like they do in Alaska. We can actually smoke some. Well, let's try it, Henry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think there's. And no one will know when yes. we go back. Yes, <laughs> what what happens in Alaska stays in Alaska. <laughs> That's why we did that once. Like now that the now that they got all the cruise ship issues taken care of, you know. With, how is that finally settled with the cruise well, ships? And they're, they... they're posted for sure. Um, I know that the cruise ships are posted, and um, what does that mean, posted? Well, they they've got signs up at the reentry on the on the ships on the ships. As far as I know, that's happening. Not bringing cans. Not bringing it bring on. It, so you have to go smoke it somewhere else. Yeah, you got to smoke it locally. And, yeah, uh, I. I don't know how they're going to do that how because there, aren't, are any, just a there sign? aren't any clubs or whatever. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Docks. Or just the, the harbor down there. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Well, or maybe edibles because they're not going to search them when they go back, so maybe they can take edibles instead of smoke. Maybe you so. Know, yeah. You know, but get back on the ship. Southeast is going to reap a bonanza, I think. On Juno, huh? Uh-huh. On that, yeah. Well, that inside passage trade. Yeah. And... I think, I think smart owners of beds and breakfasts around should find ways to post when they're Canada friendly. Yeah. Four twenty friendly, whatever. You there want. are websites that you can register for. Yeah. To, uh, to say that you are. Yeah. I agree with you. There's got to be that. I know there's, there's cabbies. They're driving around and around. just sitting with nugs on their <laughs> really on their console. in Fairbanks. Hmm? Oh, really? Just, and say, uh, I'll take you there. Huh? Well, just, it's kind of for sale. It's an, mm-hmm. it's an easier way because people are getting in right off the airplanes and they see cannabis sitting <laughs> yeah. out. 
and they can just talk. It's a way to start the conversation, I suppose. So that's happening. And Facebook, well, I just as soon see it all up and up, mm-hmm. all brought out into the light, you know. Um, yeah. And well, that gets to the stigma thing that you were talking about. Uh, how what, how are you going to teach that? What does that what what does that look like? In your how are we going to do that? Well, there's a there's <laughs> a video that I want to show that Karen turned me on to called "Coming Out Green." Oh, you were telling me about that. It's uh, it's from this Green Flower Media Company. That's a real good introduction to that. Uh, just real people talking about it and talking about how difficult it is to talk about it. These real people are about to share their best kept secret. Uh, my mom. People like my grandparents, my parents. Some of my professional colleagues probably don't know. It's nothing that I've hidden, but some things just don't come up. Most people in my life don't know. Coming here and, and sharing about this openly could embarrass them. I'm afraid that, that people will see me as less professional. That parents would feel that I'm an irresponsible parent. Despite it being more and more open, you still try to keep it a secret from your elders. I didn't want people to judge or think differently of me or my capacity to do my job because of that. If there's judgment, it's definitely coming from a place of not understanding and thinking in terms of stereotypes. Loser comes to mind. Lazy, unproductive, airhead. That it would ruin your life. Willing to break the law to have some fun. Living life without really caring about what life is like. Are you nervous about being judged? You know what, I I think, or I hope, let me put it that way, I hope that they would see how happy we are and how much we're doing with our lives and uh, maybe question, like, maybe I should smoke some marijuana. (laughs) Maybe maybe that's the thing that's missing. But let's not talk about it because marijuana, you know? My partner, he has lived for many decades with epilepsy. And once he started using the medicine, he probably had only one seizure in the last five years. I mean, how amazing is that? Cannabis is just one way that helps me unlock a new perspective. And it's helped me connect dots. It's helped me have epiphanies. Cannabis relaxes me. I tend to be a type A, overachieving type person. It just dampens me down a little bit. It has inspired me in so many ways that I can't even, I can't even fathom. It allows me to be more compassionate, to see things from other people's points of view. You know, is that weird that I'm all for it and yet I still feel nervous about talking about it? I'm Dr. Ann Alston. My name is Marcangelo Coppola. Darina Stoyanova. Cam Adair. I'm Adam. And this is the love of my life, Melinda. Today we are coming out green. I'm coming out green. Today I'm coming out green. And I'm coming out green. Today I'm coming out green. I'm coming out green. I'm coming out green. Over 180 million people use cannabis worldwide. Don't you think it's time we shift the social stigma? I hope that we can dispel any negative ideas about cannabis. You know, and if it's something that can benefit us, we need to learn to accept that. Green Flower Media. Coming out green. 
understand um, why you should feel more comfortable about it, talking about it. I mean, I even noticed when when uh, Marilyn and I were at McCafferty's, we were talking about the class, and we were all hunkered over the yeah. floor like a couple of communist spies or something. <laughs> well, you know, another thing is... is talking I, quietly. I, I, I will drink a glass of wine or a beer in front of my kids. I drink, you know, one... What, twice, twice a year or so, but I, I wouldn't smoke a joint in front of my kids. Um, well, they all have, they all have drinking problems, but mm. I would, I still cannot bring myself out to do that. Mm. So that's something I have to overcome. Mm. So you, you know what I mean? I'm right there too. I just told, I told my 11 year old yesterday. Uh huh. Oh, we uh, had, had that discussion. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My 14 year old kind of knows, just because he's 14. Because mm-hmm. you don't do it in the house. But right, but. We go camping, um, catch me here and there, or I'm outside and whatever. Um, the ho- I mean, they're looking down in the garage, and there's a big tent there with a fan and a light. So the younger right, they're, one, they're smart. Yeah, yeah, and they know. So oh, yeah. um, it it was in, especially getting into the industry and how how money's going to be coming to the house now. It's a different different, different way, way of and, money. And w- explaining to my 11 year old. Trying to, I, I went the avenue of medicine with him, and mm-hmm. and explaining this is something I've done most of my life, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and now uh, I don't have to hide from it. Right. I'm still hiding from them, and I was trying to come out with them. The two uh, youngest aren't. I don't know. Their mouths run too much at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. For me to be concerned about, and the 11 year old, he's wow this. This magical plant that can fix all these things, and they're not allowing it to happen. And granted, that's how I was presented it to him. Mm-hmm. But for him to re-say it back, it was it was interesting. Well, did you tell him then that he can't go talk about that in school because I there's did. still all those rules in school well, about? I told drugs. him he doesn't know enough about it yet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to. The same we talk about politics in the house, mm-hmm. and I don't want him going to school saying things about politics that we talk in the house because he doesn't know he doesn't know how to descri- talk about it yeah oh yeah sound bites can get you in trouble right yeah, yeah. so and that's how they hear things in sound bites too yeah so that's what i asked him just don't talk about it at school at this point because you don't know how to talk about it later you will but mm-hmm. now let's just uh, we'll learn how things are going and, well, and it's something you still can't do i think you took a take a took a brave step and you know being candid with kids is not a bad thing. Well, they, I don't want them to think something I do is wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, it, and yeah. it's not right. And yes. that's that's that whole demystifying, yes. <laughs> demystifying, yeah. yeah. cannabis. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, I let it set around. I have jars of it sitting around. I just don't smoke in front of them. And I keep my edibles in the refrigerator. And they ask if it's infused because they don't they don't use it. You know, so they yeah. know you consume. They oh yeah, absolutely. Mine do as well. Stigma, but they're, but they're old. I mean, they're they're all my kids are old. Yeah, my my youngest is. Have you broke the stigma with your kids? Well, yeah, and I when I first started to really realize that I was getting into this industry, um, and and my kids are adult, so Mm -hmm. I sat them down and just said, "This is what I'm thinking of doing. What do you think about that?" Mm -hmm. And and they were resounding, "Hell yeah, go (laughs) do it," you know. But but on on the are they tokers? Uh, two out of three are. And, and they were all equally supportive? 
equally, one of them's a medical patient, and uh, they were all equally supportive. Right. In fact, they're like, get it going, mom. I'm like, no, hold on. But uh, the, back to the to the conversation, uh-huh. talking about the conversation and kind of hunching over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've really been trying, and, and it is hard to break the stigma. Yeah. Like, keeping your voice down. You know, no, well, and, you know but I've been trying <laughs> yeah. in, in the conversation, because we're having a lot of meetings now that we're bringing this industry up to speed, so there's a lot of talking about this in public places going on, and to to truly step up and and bring it into the light requires bringing it into the light, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. I mean, you, you need to talk openly. When people ask me what I do, mm-hmm. I used is, to say anything we're from... We're taking a big step. Yeah, yeah. I used to say anything from, uh, we have a flower business, so whatever, <laughs> right. whatever, you know, just some vague thing that I'm hoping will uh-huh. slide by. Uh-huh. But now I say I'm in cannabis. And people say, okay... I get weird looks occasionally. Oh, uh-huh, Some uh-huh. people, actually, I don't even think know that what cannabis actually is. I prefer to use cannabis over marijuana, weed, or pot. Right, right, I, right. I just do. It's my own personal thing. But um, I'm trying to have the courage uh, to, to, say I'm, I'm to speak proudly about it because I am yes. proud of it. That and I Positive do ambassador. I have to be. I believe in it. I believe in it as a medicine. I believe in it that the social stigma stuff is bullshit. The incarceration rate is bullshit. And I just believe that it takes all of us bringing it out and and going towards this this path of education. You know, I mean, I'm sort of a broken record when it comes to that, but I think that is what we have to do to be good ambassadors mm-hmm. for the for the plant and the industry and the people who love it and need it. You'll get a million smackaroos in cash if you can cope, but if you can't, the devil gets your dope. The devil packed a bong with a little Acapulco gold And resin flew from his fingertips as he fired up his bowl He filled that chamber all the way and he took a mighty hit And as they passed it back and forth, it gave them both a coffin fit I, I belong to a weightlifting group of, of actually people from Ollie. I did Strong Women about six years ago. Oh, so we have awesome. a yeah we have a party twice a year, and a year ago for the party I um, I asked the hostess if if is it okay if I bring some infused she's a liberal you know so I said I said is it okay if I bring some infused edibles you know to to the party and she said okay so I brought some I can't even remember what it was cookies or something and I wrote on the plate infused and some took them home some you know well, you know but they're always kind of apprehensive what do you mean these confused edibles yeah 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 and some of them said this is really cute you know and others no you know so where was that at I, I belong to this weightlifting group and it was a party we meet twice a year and have a party so it's actually a lot of the women that will probably be taking our class Carl but uh, I so know, they respectfully take because they like you or, and you don't think they ever use them uh, well some do I think some do but most don't some were oh, oh I, can't, I can't handle that and others are, I'm going to take it and give it to my son and you know I mean, <laughs> yeah, and most right. of them took them home I wanted them to take them home rather than mm-hmm. use them there you know mm-hmm. Well, I think I met you at uh, the THC club. Probably First time originally, you had I, when you said infused. You had written infused on your uh, right on my thing. Plate yeah, you, you brought there. the higher calling. Yeah. yeah, I'd love that place. Yeah, I liked it too. I met a lot of people there actually. It was, it was <laughs> just it was a good place to be. 
and and meet other people that yeah. were cannabis consumers. Yeah. Well, that's what I would really like to see is, is more clubs. Yeah, and where you can buy and consume. Like yeah. I mean, like a bar. I yeah. don't know how often I would go to a place like that, but I, that's what I would ultimately like to see available. For um, what reason? Uh, I'll, I'll get back to you. Uh, Carl's graciously making me a cup of coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to use his uh, Keurig. The the whole on site consumption. I agree. It was just to sit there and be able to roll a joint and sit back sure. and. Yeah. Well, first time I went in, I was just sitting there. I think I was watching Alice Farr. She was um, yeah. doing some doing kind something. of... Uh, oh, making a scarf? scarf. Yes, the oh, scarf. Oh, I bought that scarf. Yeah, it's a raven scarf. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. <laughs> uh, So I was watching her do it, smoking a joint and enjoying my first uh, legal public consumption. Great. Um, episode 10, I think, of Farmer Tokers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Revisit that. Yes, that, yeah. was a, that was a good one. Well, that's going to happen again. Yeah, I think so. I, if I think, they can, yeah. Well, they they keep trying to kill it in the borough, but then it comes up for another boat, boat at least here in mm-hmm. Fairbanks. Um, they keep trying to, and then and then we pass it, and then, and then they're like, oh, let's revisit it again, and then we pass it, and then we revisit it again. I don't know how many times you get a do-over on that, but mm-hmm. but I think yeah. that, that on-site it's, consumption... It's the longest public initiative exists, over and over. <laughs> I just can't handle it. But there is... Um, the thing that I think about the the on-site consumption, it is nice to sit down and, and relax and be in a public environment with like-minded people to consume your product. I, I it's just at lens because cannabis is a social thing. Mm-hmm, right, right. But, but right. more than that, too, it gets back to learning more information from your peers, you know, mm-hmm. like a strain that you grow, I may not know anything about, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. this type of class that Carl's putting on. Maybe that's how someone, you know, I mean, just, just this communication. Social networking yeah. with people. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's really important. I, I felt in the dark, in the closet, all by myself, and like a for a long time. Like a little mushroom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a long time. Uh, When the bowl was finished, Johnny said, Hey man, that stuff was great, but fill your lungs with some of this and prepare to vegetate. Cannabis sativa, sweet Mary Jane. The devil's in the backyard frying his brain. Zigzag filled with a diggity dank. Hold on tight, it'll hit you like a tank. It wasn't until I got onto the, the Facebook Fair Breaks... Right. Uh, Cannabis, or whatever it's called, and mm-hmm. a few other the sites, and and deciding to get active. Mm-hmm. I mean, we appreciate I've, that too. I've never been. I've always been a political junkie, but I've never been politically active. But this lit my candle for some reason, and that's why I'm into the movement. Well, you were a warrior, and you saw where you 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 could help. Mm-hmm. That's. That's the one thing that really stood out for me. I'm in the industry, and I want it all to work and mm-hmm. trying to promote this positive. Yeah. And for the both of you to get involved, it's it's a social change. It's something you've, you two have been wanting to see a long time. Well, I'm, I feel very accepted in the community, in the cannabis community of people that I've met so far. I mean, 
we're old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to get down there's to no, it. There's no old people in it. Yeah, the people that I've met have been exceptionally nice. I haven't met one bad person. Really, have you? No. I, I haven't. No. I haven't met a person. I can't stand them. I haven't met that kind of person yet. You know? Cannabis does good things with people it's very and to positive. people. It's, it's nice very to be accepted for what and who you are and, and uh, not have to not have to pose or whatever. It's a similar conversation that's going on with my friends recently and it, that feeling of being accepted completely where I getting high sometimes you you question where your hands are and am I sitting correctly and that nervous feeling and should I have mm-hmm. said that mm-hmm. I, I guess mm-hmm. and to know you're with people that doesn't matter. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good thing about cannabis yeah. too. You're allowed to make those mistakes and feel awkward and it's funny and Mm-hmm. When you're, and most of the people that I've encountered through cannabis are great. I've stopped yeah. fights through cannabis, stepping in the <laughs> middle of it and just introducing, hey, let's go smoke a bowl and the fight stops. <laughs> it's a very compassionate <clears throat> industry on the whole it and is. inclusive, I find. That's inclusive. what's really nice yeah. about Alaska, that the, the entry level was attainable, mm-hmm. a thousand bucks to get into a, a cultivation grow and then i guess a thousand for the the other one but uh, what are they doing in maryland i think it's like a two hundred thousand dollar really really wow five opening the door for big business big tobacco or somebody get sure of it you were big boys can afford to get in on a level like that no it's okay you were saying carl before you got up uh, the idea of just being at the bar and what would we call it? Would we call it a bar still? They call them clubs or something? I guess a club. Club. We need a new yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah, a new word besides club, huh? Yeah, I think so. Because there are already clubs. Yeah. And bar exists all on its own as something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it. Cafe. I like those. I like it. No, yeah, that's what they call them in Amsterdam. Amsterdam was cafe. I kind of like that. That's got a nice connotation to it. Yeah, that always it, it get, brings coffee. Yeah, it does. It sounds coffee-ish. So th- there's there's a word out there. Coffee and cannabis. That's a nice mix. Mm, I love it. Yeah. In the morning. I mean, it, it's been my uh, <laughs> breakfast for years. <laughs> that's what Mark, Marcus bake, wanted huh? to do at THC was have espresso. You know, before it fell through, he wanted to have it have that kind of business where he do coffee too. Right. Just any way to make money because. It's hard to make money in that situation. Mm-hmm. Now that's right. that's still probably a hurdle that the next entrepreneur is going to have to jump. Is exactly how do you how do you generate cash mm-hmm. in a club like setting? Unless you can sell events, it, events, there. events, events, events. Well, unless you can sell it on site. I think he was on on his path towards a good place. He I. They started he, having leaks, place. and he right. had different different rooms. It was really nice in there. Oh uh, yeah, I thought it was nice. He had a little uh, a stage that people were going in and playing. Oh, yeah. It was, um, and then he just started having problems. The city started getting on it. Right, different different people it was easy started to, getting in them. Said they were too close to Head Start or something. Oh like yeah, that. the native. Crusher. The funny thing, Peruse is the one that fought him, but Peruse is the one that set him up in that place. 
The devil nodded off because he knew that he was stoned. And he asked if he could buy an ounce of the stuff that Johnny owned. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to catch a buzz. I done told you once, you son of a bitch. Mine's the best there ever was. And they fired up doobies one by one. And they're going to stop till the bag's done. Green as a bullfrog, sticky as glue. Granny, do you get high? Yes, I do. So in some ways, I think Bruce knew what he was doing mm-hmm. in that um, I, I'm going to have a fight. I know the, where the fight's going to be. I'll set you up in a place where you'll fail immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Pruse is an interesting character. <laughs> wow. I'll say lots of good things about Bruce because he's going to be deciding in two weeks. He's going to be <laughs> He'll be deciding our uh, license in two weeks. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. He, he did last time good. Well, I wish you all luck. Yeah. Yes, know, everybody. Yeah, yeah, everyone. It's it's that's it has been inclusive, and so far there is enough. There is plenty of business to be had at this. Well, point. I'll tell you, just just from my observation in the last year and seeing how many licenses that have been issued up in Fairbanks, this is going to be the hot spot. This is going to be the heart of it. In Alaska, I can't see it being any. I think you just way. made an anti ad. I think that's what they're going off of. Do you want it to be the harder? <laughs> yes! yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I really think you know, man. Everybody gets off the schnei and, and and is able to push through this next year with you know openness and education and and open up opening up mm-hmm. nice shops you know yeah you know nice classy nice places, places yeah that uh, um, to go like uncle ike's always comes to mind in seattle that mm. is a beautiful shop man it really is mm. expansion i think uh, well it's not a big shop the the uncle ike's they've got a, i think two locations in seattle now it's not a big place uh but um, of course, they had a lot more stock. Of the but the presentation, I think, was really important. Mm-hmm. I was met by a little bud tender mm-hmm. who looked about seventeen years old, little woman. cute little girl. Yeah. yeah, and I, I really felt kind of uncomfortable about talking to this obviously you know twenty year old kid. Twenty one. <laughs> yeah, twenty one. Sorry, <laughs> um, but she was. What are you here for? Uh, what are you mm-hmm. looking for? Yeah, what do you know? And um, blah, blah, blah. And pretty soon she was pulling things off right. the shelf, and she right. had a whole array of, of products for me. Now, now, this will do this for you. This will have this kind of effect on your, on your back pain. This will do this. You might want to tweak it with this. I was just amazed this girl spent 20 minutes with me. Did you give her a good tip? I did. <laughs> you better believe I did. Hmm, I didn't even think about giving. You're a tip supposed to tip your bud tenders, yeah. Well, if they're if they're good, you know. I but here, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah, man. And, yeah. But she was very professional, and and the place was brightly lit. Mm-hmm. Well done up on the inside. Uh, the the whole presentation was um, just very very professional and uh, welcoming. Mm-hmm. That's. That's going to be a great part of your class is the field trip. I hope so. To take people, get a bus, 
and take we'll, them to we'll different spots. And yeah. Well, I think we're going to kind of make it's scary it, going in by yourself, but when you're with that whole, when you're with the class, voluntary that together. Anybody that wants to join this class uh, uh, on a, this field trip can do this, and also. I can stay behind for those that want to just have a class trip and don't want to go. You can always do it on another day. Yeah. We like the Saturday or what, yeah, how it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. We've got a long time yet. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got, all. Well, I'm going to have a lot of time to just, I've got some recovery time I'm looking at here. And so that's what I'm going to be doing when I'm recovering. It sounds like you guys are going to have a great time. I hope so. Yeah, boy. Well, and remember, you can give out a, an ounce. We can. I'm, I'm going to do a goodie bag, but we don't want to do it at the school. You no. know. But, but, but I, that's okay. You know, we can ask our friends to donate a cookie or, you know, maybe 25 people. You can always have that potluck at the end. Oh, yeah, we could have a potluck. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. I like that. Oh, yeah, chicken pot that. pie. That chicken pot pie. Yeah. yeah. Pot stickers. Oh, yeah. Keep going. You never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, find somebody who's like house. food. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, yeah. Anytime you bring food to a, any kind of function, it gets eaten. They have cookies. They they get homemade cookies yeah. and stuff. And for every class there, they take a little thing of cookies. You it's know, a, old ladies and cookies It's or a really neat organization. It yeah. It really is. Um, well, I, I want to thank you for being a part of this. I, I want to end with this uh, D'Angelo co- quote, and I probably will mess it up because I wrote it so small, but... That's Stephen D'Angelo. You know Stephen D'Angelo? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. <sighs> Who is he? Well, is he a... Harborside Health Center. Oh, Cannabis, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Cannabis yeah. Manifesto. Yeah. Okay, Just... got it. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Seniors are one of the groups who are who will most benefit from use of cannabis. Those are the single group which remains most able to reform the cannabis laws. Everything what you're saying. They, Great. They they're so afraid of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time they have the ability to forward the movement so much further. Big voting block, the opioids, wellness as wellness. Right. Talks. wellness. Any last words, Marilyn? No, I really don't. You said it all. This last statement, Stephen D'Angelo. Yep. Karen. No, no. I think this has been a great uh, session. No, it's fun. Get the information out. Carl? Lots of fun. Thanks for having us on. Uh, No, great. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you much. Thank you. Yeah. We realized that you have to, uh, that when you're dealing with a a population of people who grew up in a period of time when stigma around cannabis and ignorance and the lies about cannabis were at their very height, uh, that we are going to have to send a trusted messenger in to deliver this message. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Toka. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud, Search Mid Toka, and FarNorthToka.com. See ya!